Let us be attentive. You, O Lord, shall keep us and preserve us. Save you, Lord, for the godly man has failed. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has commissioned us. He has put his seal upon us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. But I call God to witness against me. It was to spare you that I refrained from coming to Corinth. Not that we lord it over you, not that we lord it over your faith. We work with you for your joy, for you stand firm in your faith. For I made up my mind not to make you another painful visit. For if I cause you pain, who is there to make me glad but the one whom I have pained? And as I wrote, and I wrote as I did, so that when I came I might not suffer pain from those who should have made me rejoice. For I felt sure of all of you that my joy would be the joy of you all. For I wrote you out of much affliction and anguish of heart and with many tears, not to cause you pain, but to let you know the abundant love that I have for you. Peace be with you, the reader. hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. this parable, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a marriage feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the marriage feast, but they would not come. Again he sent other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, Behold, I have made ready my dinner, my oxen and my fat calves are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the marriage feast. But they made light of it and went off, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. The king was angry, and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready. But those invited were not worthy. 
Go therefore to the thoroughfares and invite to the marriage feast as many as you find. And those servants went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to look at the guests, he saw there a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and cast him out into the outer darkness. There men will weep and gnash their teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, Due to its location among the sheer mountains that surround it and its northern latitude, the city of Reyuka, Norway, does not see natural sunlight for over six months out of the year, from late September all the way until March. Now, to uh, lighten up the town, recently the citizens installed things called heliostats. These are very large mirrors on the mountainsides around the city to reflect the sun rays and beam sunlight directly into the town square. The continuous glow made possible is because the giant mirrors rotate with the rising and the setting of the sun. Looking at that example and this story that has happened out there, I like to think of the Christian life as a similar scenario. Jesus said to his followers that they are to be the light of the world. John the Evangelist wrote that Christ is the true light who shines in the darkness. So too, Jesus invites us to reflect our light into the darkness that is all around us. As he says this familiar phrase, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. That is a call for us to show love in the face of hatred, patience in response to trouble, assistance in times of need, and peace in moments of conflict. As the Apostle Paul informs us in a part of his letter to the Ephesians, for you once were darkness, 
but now you are light. And you are light in the Lord. Live, therefore, as children of light. And we became light in the Lord, brothers and sisters, sometime for us a long time ago, at our very baptism. St. Paul alluded to this, and he reminded us of this in the epistle reading this morning, when he said, Brethren, it is God who establishes us with you in Christ. He has put his seal upon us, having given us his spirit into our hearts. We were established by God in Christ by being mystically buried and resurrected with him in those sacred waters. And we were sealed by God with the gift of the Holy Spirit with the Holy Chrism. Through these two sacraments of holy initiation into the body of Christ, we were joined to Christ and the Holy Spirit was indeed poured out into our hearts. Expounding on the sacred ritual of baptism, and indeed on this very passage from Second Corinthians, St. John Chrysostom said this to those who had just been newly baptized in the fourth century. He says, After these words, after the renunciation of the devil and the covenant that you make with Christ, inasmuch as you have henceforth become God's very own and have nothing in common with the evil one, Christ straightway bids you to be marked and places on your forehead the sign of the cross. That savage beast, the devil, is shameless, and when he hears these words, he grows even more wild, as we might expect, and desires to assault you on sight. Hence God anoints your countenance and stamps thereon the sign of the cross. In this way, God holds in check all the frenzy of the evil one, for the devil will not dare to look on such a sight. Just as if he had beheld the rays of the sun and had leaped away, so will his eyes be blinded by the sight of your face, and he will therefore depart. For through the chrism, the cross is stamped upon you. And that you may again know that it is not a man but God himself who anoints you by the hand of the priest, listen to St. Paul when he says, It is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ, who has anointed us. Reflecting on these words, look at what grace is bestowed on us through baptism and chrismation. See the mystical but powerful light of God placed in our souls. This light is not only to fend off the devil, but also to be shared and to be distributed. Look at the call and the invitation by God to that great banquet that we heard about in the Gospel reading. It is no ordinary banquet or wedding party, but the never-ending celebration of the kingdom of God. So many people 
out there in our world surrounding us are wandering, groping about in darkness. And God is calling them, every single one of them, to partake of his heavenly wedding feast. As he said, he wants his banquet halls full. But God calls those who are ignorant of him through us, through you and through me. Because he has given us his light and we have a duty to guide others to that feast, to lead them into his holy church. Indeed, the book of Revelation refers to the church as a lampstand, exactly because it is to be a beacon of God's loving and warm light to everyone that surrounds that church. It would be good to pause and to do some introspection when thinking upon these things. Let us ask ourselves, am I a light to others? Do I reflect the Son, that is the Son of God, into other people's lives? Do we as a church community reflect his light and his love into the world, into Minneapolis, into those homes surrounding us here, even on Irving Avenue? Are we at St. Mary's Greek Orthodox Church living up to the great and high calling of being named a lampstand by our Lord? Jesus says, as it is inscribed right here in our dome, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Our light is a reflection of Jesus, the Son, the only begotten Son of God. And just as without the physical Son, those large mirrors in Ryukan would have no light to reflect, so too we can do nothing without Christ. Let us then, brothers and sisters in the Lord, through our faithfulness, through our good works, strive to reflect the Son into the darkness of this world and into the darkness of all those who are searching and in need of his everlasting light. And to God be the glory and the power forever. Amen.